0: Guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Premonition Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Harrison Coburn, uh, riding solo today. It's uh, it's been a roller coaster of a week, uh, and I'm not even just talking about losing a Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey. Uh, for some reason, Twitter has decided to throw me in Twitter jail. So. Uh, I haven't been able to connect with my guests, I haven't really been able to tweet anything out, share anything with you guys, I mean, I'm not even quite sure how you're going to be able to get my rankings this week, I I really don't know, so uh, please be patient with me on that, I'm basically fighting Twitter really hard right now, but uh, hopefully in the next week or so my account will be restored and and share knowledge with you guys and interact with the fans and answer your questions it, it really sucks um, it really sucks but um, I did want to come on today and just kind of go over some takeaways I have from week two and talk about some guys that I like um, for week three waiver wire um, for those of you who want to Tune in for, you know, my rankings and predictions for week three. I'll actually be joining um, my guest from last week, Jesse from Bacon Games, Fantasy Sports, uh, on his podcast. So go through him and we'll follow. Uh, we'll be going over, uh, you know, predictions for week three. But in the meantime, uh, let's let's talk a little week two. So uh, a lot of takeaways. Learned a lot from week two. Um One is that, you know, Cam Newton is definitely a a top option at quarterback. Had 15 rushing attempts week one, uh, 11 in week two. Essentially, he is like operating as the starting running back for the Patriots right now, as well as a quarterback. Uh, You know, we'll see if Damian Harris returning will change that, but I mean, he is injured. Sony Michelle just doesn't really look effective on the ground. So, uh, Cam Newton has the potential to kind of be the Lamar Jackson of 2020. I mean, that guy who was going drafted outside like the top 120 who uh, is basically going to develop a base for getting points uh, with his rushing. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he could definitely be like a top five quarterback this year, I think, for fantasy. And, uh, you know, I'm personally glad I'm the guy who uh, took shares of him late. I hope he did as well. But, uh, you know, he's – among the best right now as far as options at quarterback in my opinion um and so is Julian Edelman at wide receiver I mean he was wide receiver seven in PPR leagues last year a lot of people faded him uh he's proven to be an absolute steal he put up his best yardage game in his career uh on Sunday I think it was 179 yards so he's really not missing a beat with Cam Newton uh looks great um you know, I thought the Browns obviously looked damn good on the ground against Cincinnati. Um, and look, they're, they're a super talented group. I mean, there's no denying the talent of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I do think that, you know, from what I saw on Fantasy Twitter, people are overreacting a little bit. I mean, I think we need to remember here that this is Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, they're pretty bad. Um, these guys are good. I still think they kind of cap each other's upside. And these games where both of them can eat. I mean, they, they have the talent to do so, but... I just don't know how many opportunities they will have uh, for games like that. So, not saying not to own either guy. I'm just saying, you know, kind of temper your expectations. We're not going to see both these guys go off every single week. It's just it's not going to happen. Um, on the flip side of that, I mean, you know, uh, looks like it's still going to be a pretty tough year for Joe Mixon. You know, uh, the Bengals were missing a few starters on that line last year. Thought that. You know, hopefully, you know, Joe Burrow would open things up and the line would be a little bit better this year. Uh, still just really tough. I feel like Joe Mixon's fighting for every single yard that he gets. Uh, so, um, you know, 2020, the outlook is similar. I mean, he still has the talent. He'll still be a decent running back. Um, but, you know, he's, everything he's going to accomplish this year is going to be kind of despite the situation around him. And uh, it's not great. So um, I like Joe Mixon, but that perceived uptick that I think a lot of people were hoping for for him, it, it may not happen. I think we're going to see it's going to be pretty similar to what we saw of him last year. Another guy people really slept on was Stefan Diggs in drafts, even after John Brown. Yes, John Brown was a solid fantasy option as the number one in Buffalo last year. Uh, absolute explosion for Diggs, i mean he's the number one now i never understood why he's being faded when he was, he was kind of a 1a 1b guy maybe in you know number two in minnesota and now he's the guy uh he looks awesome i mean he's i think we're gonna see the best fantasy season we have seen from stefan Diggs here in 2020 um you know another guy who caught my attention that one-handed stag, snag for mike kisicki man uh super talented and you know, can we see this breakout in 2020? I, I'm not sure. You know, we'll see with the healthy lineup. Uh, you know, Devontae Parker was out. But, uh, you know, we'll see with Tua Tagovailoa as well. But, you know, he's definitely trending in the right direction. Uh, definitely an awesome guy to own in Dynasty League. Uh, it's only a matter of time until Gesicki is a top option at tight end, in my opinion. Not sure it's going to happen this year. But I definitely think he could kind of break that top 10 option. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It also looks like we don't really have to worry about James Connor after all. Uh, he had a great week too. Only four snatches, or excuse me, only four touches for Benny Snell uh, after he performed very well in Connor's absence week one. Uh, just kind of a lesson not to overreact people. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm kind of valuing James Connor exactly the same way I did uh, going into drafts, and you know I was higher on him than a lot of people. Um, Still think he's gonna have a solid little season here. Uh the real question in Pittsburgh for me is not that who's the number one running back, so he's the number one wide receiver. I mean, Deontay Johnson has looked awesome this year. Uh, you know, developed a lot of hype the way he performed down the stretch last year. Uh he may be the number one in Pittsburgh. We'll see, but uh he's uh he's performed very well. Another touchdown for Noah Font. Uh, with the Cortland side of news, I think it's a lot more sustainable than it did when he did this out of the gate week one, week two. So, I mean, now it's looking like he's probably going to be a pretty legit option at tight end all season long, which is awesome for those who drafted him. I uh, always thought he had the talent to do so. just thought there were uh, too many mouths to feed there, but uh, it's definitely looking good for him. So he's a guy that uh, I'm valuing very highly going forward. Another overreaction, Naeem Hines, and I'll admit I was kind of guilty of this. I wouldn't say I was all in on the hype train, but, you know, after seeing what Phillip Rivers kind of made Austin Eckler into last year, like how much he valued having a pass catching back, I thought maybe there'd be some uh, value there, even though I've been on the Jonathan Taylor train for years. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he had one catch for four yards in week two. Uh, It's Jonathan Taylor's backfield, so... Looked like that was more so just kind of you know maybe game stripped game plan, I don't know, but you know I don't, I'm not even sure Hines is really an ownable player. I mean I'd probably drop him if there's somebody on the waiver wire uh, that you like more. Uh, it's it's Jonathan Taylor season, um, and another back is that I really like for this year is James Robinson. I mean he appears to be legit fantasy option. Uh, the Jags' offense has looked pretty good. Gardner Minshew looks pretty good. Um, Keel and Coles' reemergence continues. Uh, as much as people have poo-pooed the Jaguars, that this offense is uh, pretty fun. I mean, you know, they're, they're not bad. Um, I, it was no surprise to see the two high-scoring quarterbacks in the Atlanta-Dallas game. Uh, that, that was one of my predictions last week, that, you know, with Atlanta's secondary, uh, Dallas would be passing the ball on them all day. Uh, Dak Prescott ended up having, like, 450 yards. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, high-volume passing as well. had a really good game. Uh, I don't think anybody here is surprised that the Falcons just absolutely blew it, uh, but they did in typical Atlanta fashion. So um, With the Rams, I mean, it's it was Daryl Henderson's week <laughs> for the Rams, I guess. Uh, Cam Akers got hurt. And I have just kind of the conclusion. I mean, yeah, this is just going to be a headache until we see an Akers breakout, which hopefully we will this year. I'm not sure, but... Um, you know, Malcolm Brown did the same thing last year, week one. Uh, it's just a, a really tough backfield to predict. I know Daryl Henderson will be a waiver wire target for a lot of people. I'm not telling you he shouldn't be, but it's definitely not uh, the highest on my list. This is just a backfield I truly want to stay away from until one person kind of establishes themselves as the guy. I feel like Akers is really the only one who can kind of take away work from both of the other backs and be a feature guy. So um, just not all in on the Henderson train or anything like that. I am all in on Tyler Higbee. I've been since, you know, uh, last year. Uh, A lot of people are kind of fading him after week one. But, I mean, look, guys, he's a top option at tight ends. No questions asked. No doubt about it. I mean, he's proven it now. Three touchdowns this past week. He's here to stay. Um, I'm still trying to find out why Aaron Jones wasn't drafted higher this year and went absolutely off, continues to eat continues to be a focal point for this Packers offense. Um, another big game for Robbie Anderson. Look guys, they gave him the money for a reason. I mean, he was dirt cheap in drafts this year. I mean, he was practically free and he was being drafted well below what his floor was. Uh, so, you know, Christian McCaffrey being out, that's just certainly not going to hurt him. Obviously he's more of a downfield guy, but, uh, game plan may change a little bit. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I mean, you know, probably just a flex guy if, you know, if he continues to do well, but it has got to keep an eye on. Uh, Leonard Fournette finally gets that uptick, uh, outtouches Ronald Jones. Um, you know, for those of you who drafted him late, you know, I think that if you don't have any other options, you can start him this week. I think we're probably a week away from being able to start him every week with any sort of confidence, but I mean, it's definitely an encouraging sign to see. Uh, it's not encouraging sign to see if you're Ronald Jones owner, obviously, but I do think that this is trending towards being Leonard Fournette's backfield. Uh, Jens will still get some work, but I think Fournette will essentially be the guy. Uh, and then another, you know, backfield debacle kind of uh, only three touches for JK Dobbins. Gus to get uh, Gus hours ended up getting a ton of work. Uh, it, it, that's just another one. It may be a second before we can really, start uh, J.K. Dobbins with any sort of confidence whatsoever. Uh, so, you know, he's a guy that you definitely want to have on your bench, but um, I'm not even throwing him in as like a desperation flex right now. Um, I'm just not. So those were kind of my main takeaways. Um, some l- l- Let's move on to some waiver wire guys. Um, Mike Davis, Carolina, he'll, he'll be the running back now. He's He's not Christian McCaffrey. That's for sure, but I mean, th- there's a potential there for him to do okay. Uh, you know, he's a starting running back in the NFL. He's going to get the carries. Uh, if things go really well for him, I mean, he he can be an RB2 for you. Uh, Certainly think that he's worth a pickup. Um, you know, five, six weeks probably without McCaffrey. Josh Kelly, and I think he got. 23 carries this past week uh, Eckler's still going to get the work but he ain't going to get all of it Kelly's going to be involved uh, was a big fan of his game in college so he, he is talented um, didn't really make much of those carries this past week but definitely a guy that should be owned in all leagues um, and if you need help at running back he's a guy I'd be considering and uh, probably has more value for the full season than Mike Davis because Mike Davis will probably only be the guy for like 5-6 weeks or whatever Uh, I think Kelly's going to get work all year. Uh, So definitely a guy worth owning. If, you know, maybe you only have four running backs on your roster or you have a a spot available, you know, go ahead and pick up Josh Kelly. Why not? Uh, Russell Gage does it again. Um, You know, Atlanta, as I said, they're going to be passing the ball a lot this year. And even though Russell Gage is number three guy and Julio did get a little banged up in this game, keep in mind as well. uh, We've seen two straight weeks of Russell Gage being – Incredible. I mean, I think he's wide receiver eleven in PPR leagues right now. So, is it sustainable? I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely looking more so like it is and it isn't uh, than it was last week. But uh, there's a lot of opportunity there in Atlanta. Um, I mean, Calvin really is going absolutely off. So we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think he's going to finish as the wide receiver eleven or anything. But you know, I do think that Russell Gage. You know, maybe he could be a flex guy. Um, I think he's certainly capable or uh excuse me uh certainly worthy of being on your bench uh, as a depth wide receiver option and uh if he's a guy you can sag off your waiver wire maybe a guy you can sell high on um and i'm, I'm still high on Scotty Miller as well even though he disappointed a lot of people with Chris Godwin out this past week um i, I just think that Scotty Miller is going to be that guy who kind of benefits from the coverage that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin uh, require. Uh, so, look, guys, I mean, he's probably not Julian Edelman. He's probably not Wes Walker, but I still think that Scotty Miller can be a pretty solid little fancy wide receiver, maybe a wide receiver four. Uh, he's a guy that I think is worthy of acclaim and a guy that people are going to be lower on after last week. Maybe a guy that you can get in your second or third round of waivers if you've really just got hit by the injury bug or, Decided to cut ties with some guys. Miles um, Gaskin, yeah, uh, you know, Jesse talked about him last week a little bit. It's a couple weeks now of uh, him having a decent little outing uh, with Miami. Um, and I'd love to see him get more work. He's still in a timeshare, you know. Jordan Howard's there, uh, but he's looked pretty good. I've always thought Gaskin was a, a pretty talented back. Uh, so, I mean, when you see a young back starting to get some carries, you know, putting together. Uh, some double-digit PPR games. I mean, you know, you the, the thinking is, you know, hopefully he'll get some more work, and with that uh, uptick and, uh, you know, opportunity, he can be a fantasy-relevant back. Uh, so right now he's an RB3, he's an RB4, uh, but, you know, there's there's room for more, I guess, is what I'm saying, uh, if, if Miami decides, you know, he's their guy. Um yeah, after seeing all all the injuries this past week, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are nervous. Uh, it makes you wonder, you know, should I pick up one of these handcuffs? Uh, I think if you are going to, you know, Tony Pollard is the guy, uh, 100%. He's – I think he would be an RB1 if, God forbid, anything happened to Ezekiel Elliott. So he, he's a guy that I have no problem, uh, especially if you have Elliott, uh, picking up. Um, Keelan Cole, I mean, he's been awesome. DJ Chark now has a chest injury. Uh, we've seen Keelan Colby, a solid wide receiver in fantasy football before. I, I don't know what happened. Can't believe he's in Jacksonville still, but, you know, it seems like he's reemerging. He's had two solid straight weeks. Uh, Gardner Minshew looks good. So, hey, I mean, he's a guy that, you know, there's a good chance he's not going to be on your team all season. But if you kind of want to ride the hot hand, if you're really looking for some wide receiver help, I have no problem picking up Keelan Cole. I think he's super talented. Um and we'll see if Jacksonville can kind of keep the space on offense. But uh, we've seen these Jack- some Jacksonville off. You know, we've seen Keelan Cole next to Allen Robinson be a, a top 10 wide receiver before, uh, which, which is crazy. Uh, so he, he's a guy who's on my radar. Uh, still some quarterbacks out there like the Jared Goffs, the Ben Uh, You know, those guys obviously deserve to be on a roster. That think there's just so many quality quarterbacks in the NFL now that throw for yardage and put up numbers, that kind of gets watered down. But I think throughout the season you will see with bye weeks and stuff, those guys will start to uh, kind of dwindle as options on waivers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if you're really just like, I, I just need I have the spot, I just need to pick up somebody I don't even know who to pick up. Uh, if you don't have a quarterback, go ahead and pick up a Big Ben. Go ahead and pick up a Jared Goff while you still can. Um John U. Smith uh, at tight end, also another option here. Um looked really good, obviously. AJ Brown was out, but um he's certainly a guy who can finish top ten and uh should be receiving, you know, fancy consideration everywhere, even if you have a solid tight end, uh you know, he's probably worth picking up and just having on your bench. So um, and then, you know, one guy that we talked about last week put up a goose egg was Anthony Miller. If he's still in your waiver wire, there's a good chance that nobody's going to pick him up. Uh, so he's a guy you may be able to snag later in waivers or after waivers and not lose priority or any of those fab dollars. So, um, and who knows about this Dalton Schultz guy? Um, you know, I think it could be a, a one game wonder. But hey, if you're really desperate at tight end, I mean, he had nine receptions, 88 yards, a touchdown. Uh why not? You can always drop him next week. And of course with uh Devontae Freeman signing with the Giants, uh, you know, he may be your top guy you want uh on waivers this week. And I, I completely get that. I mean, you know, I think you have to temper your expectations because it's the Giants. I mean, even Saquon Barkley didn't really look good behind that line, man. Um and Devontae Freeman is surely is not uh, what it used to be, but I mean, you know, he's still probably going to get the bulk share of all the carries, uh, you know, he, he'll he'll get opportunity, that's what, you know, half of 50, you know, at least 50% of fantasy football is all about, is opportunity, so uh, Devontae Freeman, definitely a guy that I'll be trying to throw on some benches here, um, will he be my top waiver wire guy? I don't know if I've decided who my top guy is, but there is a good chance, and man, I, I wish that the Giants could have waited a day or two. Obviously, they kind of gotta like sign him and get him ready to play. Uh, but I was kind of hoping to like be able to pick him up under the wave, ar- under the radar on waivers uh, before he signed. But that that's just not happening now, guys. So uh, go and adjust your waiver wire priority accordingly. Uh, Freeman certainly worth the pickup. Um, so guys, I appreciate it. I'm sorry that everything over here the fantasy site is just kind of falling apart here but um i will get it fixed we will have guests again hopefully week 4 like this will all be behind us uh, i do appreciate you listening uh, i hope that you find all this advice helpful uh, i wish that i could answer your questions about some waivers guys but i i, I literally can't uh, so uh don't forget to go like subscribe um Check out the website, check out the Instagram. Those are still working, so that's good. Uh, But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you soon.